Hello and welcome to Shutter Talk where we discuss fun topics while editing photos. I'm your host, Andrew. And I am the co-host, Sean. So this is our little experiment to see how this goes. So we're going to include subjects like what photography is, you know, some photography stuff. We're also going to include some day-to-day life stuff, like stuff we find on the internet that we think is funny. Yep. So, um, as you can see, we're here in Lightroom, which is used to edit photos to make them look more appealing to the eyes. Got all the fancy little things. So it really depends, like I have a lot of photos, but as you can see, I don't edit all of them. Uh, And when he tells you a lot, it's a lot. I think we have around, here. I wonder if he'll say, nope, I think it's maybe, I took a trip and it was like 400, so we're almost done (laughs) with this one and I'm going to post it to the Instagram. So, and Andrew, what is your Instagram handle so people can see these oh. lovely photos? So it's at Andrew Breslin, all lowercase, two thousand and eight, and you can see all the cool photos I post. Mhm. So we're gonna add a um, linear <laughs> linear gradient. Stop bullying me. A linear gradient, which basically. This right here, the more into the red it is, the more effect it has. So, like, for example, I go 100%. You can see how over here, it's, like, barely noticeable, and then over here, it's dark. You also can see that by, if I turn on the red, you see the gradient. This is good for, like, say if I had a subject, like, in the middle here, and I wanted to hyperfixate on this. I get add these so your eyes automatically get rolled to the center. It's good for like uh, cars and stuff. Helps like draw the user's attention. I think this is all that we need. You see anything, Sean, that you would like to emphasize in this photo? Hmm, that's a very good question. Uh, no, it looks good. So we're going to export this, J- that JPEG large. Go over to the Instagram. Post it. What do you feel like is like one of the biggest problems of today, honestly? Wow, there's, there's so many. Uh, well, first of all... Uh, let's just get this out of the way. Gas prices. <laughs> oh yeah, um, like th- I saw one on a way to like West Virginia. It was like three dollars and forty nine cents. Like it's better than it has been, but that's still like a just to fill up a tank. It's a lot of money. I saw one. It was like five forty. I was like, Jesus oh Christ, that's that's just great. And it was one of the ones that we used to go to all the time. So. It was just great to be seeing how expensive it got when this whole thing started. One, but, of, the, 
other things I do wonder is like uh gas like prices for f uh, like electric vehicles. I know cuz how does that work cuz that'll be like tied into your electric beer electric bill most of the time cuz most of the time you're yeah. charging it at home. Electric cars are definitely on the rise like I feel like I'm getting more like electric car ads like especially with Hondas uh like and, the um, new Honda <laughs> hybrid whatever yeah this all of that yeah yeah you good but yeah they are definitely going to be more normalized now and most likely cheaper so people more i was um i saw so many teslas on the road when i was traveling not to mention um most of the big car companies like the challenger like the r8 from audi have like all been discontinued this year so that's a big hit to like the gas like gas automotive yeah. which is i i kind of personally electric cars are great i just don't agree with the tesla's build quality and all what is it everyone dissing on teslas <laughs> like i mean i just seen a lot of videos just complaining about the build quality which kind of like influenced my opinion a little bit oh dear <laughs> not the oh dear yeah we're having a little trouble with this one what we can but do yeah. with this oh, yeah uh i also have photoshop let me just open this in photoshop real quick yeah every time i go out i don't think i can never just see one tesla it's always at least like two and they're always gray or yeah gray i see a lot of red blue. ones oh yeah red ones are uh common too so i'm just like that's cool i guess there's one in my neighborhood i think i mean personally if you like want to go out in the middle of the night they're great because no one can hear you coming that scares me because one of my friends they uh are are in track so they run uh at night just you know keep their endurance and stuff like that, and they almost got ran over by a freaking tesla and it was like how do you even hear it coming and i was like oh well maybe let's not run at night and let's start running after school <laughs> but yeah it was her choice so Yeah, personally, I see a lot of problems with, um, you know, just, like, overall treating people. Like, you could have an opinion and keep it to yourself without, like, pushing it on others. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like doing photography. I just like that. It's a cool thing to do. It's a nice little hobby. Yeah. I'm going to go that to does, a city pretty soon and take some more. It doesn't harm anybody. It's just photos. Yeah. As, as long you as you... See, this new photo right here that just popped out of nowhere. So um, Photoshop has this feature where it uses the power of AI to remove pesky little things. Because previously I had this huge guardrail right here. So with like a little select tool... I can remove like all of the imperfections because seeing a huge guardrail in the middle of your photos like 
Nobody wants that. Remember oh. the fire hydrant? <laughs> oh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, I had a picture of a car, and there was this fire hydrant, like, a little bit on top of it, and I tried so long to finally remove it. It took forever. I know you're probably going to hate me for this, but I'm removing these little bu buoy things. Yeah, remove them all you want, because... Oh, get on notice, but I do not like when he removes power lines or street lights or like power line anything. Of the power line supporter. We if we can get that, uh, you know, going sure. around because, well, because I feel like depending on the photo, that it adds more aesthetic. But Andrew has a different opinion, and also he's the one that's doing all of this, and I'm okay. obviously not at his house. So, There's like a quote stop. from this guy. I don't remember his name, but it was probably like one of them on Instagram. Um, if you can remove something without compromising the integrity for the photo and it makes it look better, do it. Because personally, if you just have like a beautiful landscape and then black lines going across it, I don't really like that. But then again, it comes down to each person's opinion and how they want the photo to look. I also like power lines because they're black. Might as well say that. Yes, I am one of those people, but I don't take it the hard enough. That's not how I actually act, guys. I just yeah. act that way because it's... Yeah. How do you feel about the education? Oh, yeah, it's a good topic, the education system. Education. Oh, that is a good question. Uh, I definitely do feel like education is kind of just going down because not only are people just getting dumber and dumber by the day, but people are not taking school seriously enough to continue it. And no one's really going to college anymore and like actually figuring out what they want to do for the rest of their lives so they can actually get more money and uh, be stable. But, yeah, people just don't want to really do anything anymore. They just want to be on their phones and just hope that everything in life goes out well, even though they don't even have a degree in anything. Yeah. Personally, I, I, part of me does feel like the school system needs a little help with, like, the payment of teachers because they don't get paid either. And also, I don't feel like it's structured really well. Like, if it's this easy... For students just to be on their phones and be distracted, like, something's a little wrong. Because I've seen schools, like, up in, um, I think it was, like, Sweden, where you literally get to s decide what you want to do. And they have, like, better graduation rates, better education than the U.S. And I was like, why aren't we doing that? Because we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and we're very disrespectful. Because remember, what was it? Quarantine and COVID, oh, yeah. you know. It lowered sub substitute teacher rates just because you know but now they're still low because of the amount of disrespect these uptight privileged entitled kids yeah. that think that the all and that they're the main character and all are just disrespecting these subs for literally no reason they're trying to do their job so yeah. not to mention the people who like walk the hallways who think they're better than everyone else just by just being there. That's right. Like, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, 
nothing there's nothing wrong with like you having positive uh you know think like about confidence. you and just yeah, but, like, you got to keep it at a level to where you're not too egotistical and also just pushing it to everybody and just making yourself just entitled. Yeah. Because then no one's going to like you, and then you're really going to be uptight because no one likes how you behaved in the past or whatever. Yeah. I just had like a McDonald's coffee. I am shaking. Like it's, it's. I think it's a small. They put so much caffeine in this. Like I am shaking a little bit. I have only had coffee once. I made it while I was home alone with my mom's coffee machine, and I put a little bit of creamer in there. Stirred it up. I don't really know how to make coffee. This was my first time. I got a straw, and I was, like, calling my friends, and I was like, I'm going to try coffee for the first time. And Was it, was it black? Ew. Mm. Oh. Because <laughs> it was black coffee. I don't think it was, oh, well, I don't know if it was, I don't really know, okay, because it was my first time. So I just put it in the coffee, it did it, and then I put a little bit of creamer in there, started up, got a straw, and I was like, okay, I'm going to drink it. And I was, like, so nervous because I know it was hot. But I was like, I didn't know how it was going to taste. So I just held it over a sink, sit through with the straw a little bit. <laughs> it did, like, absolute, like, it It was terrible. Uh, but, yeah, I kind of just wasted a whole, like, little cup of coffee. You know what I'm saying? A little yeah. pouch that you put in the oh, machine. Yeah. In it. The so I kind of wasted one of those. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then it's funny because I'm literally thinking about working at Starbucks for my first job. So I could, I know a little bit of cop. Like we have like an express. It's not like an over top. It's around like a hundred. I don't know what it was, but it's good. I use it like every morning because it makes a espresso. So I have like a double shot of espresso. Usually we have like the um syrup, like the vanilla stuff. So I put that in there and then. Of course, I drink it iced, cause it's hot in my house. But it's it's really good. It doesn't really wake me up, but it's like the taste of it. I really don't have like a designated drink like coffee, but if we do have to talk about a drink that I really like, it would be Sprite. <laughs> I don't think I can go. A week. I can't go a week without drinking Sprite. It's actually insane. And I wonder why my skin's not clear. <laughs> <laughs> I but you can't go wrong with some chocolate milk. I don't like chocolate or milk. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Why not? Because okay, I try. Okay, I like oatmeal, right? Yeah. But that's not just milk. That's whatever, 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 right? But I have tried milk by itself. Uh. What was that? I think first time was elementary school and my mom told like the teachers that I had was like he doesn't really eat school lunch at all and he doesn't really drink anything so like y'all need to like kind of help him with that so my teacher literally I think it was like kindergarten or something like that uh she forced me to stay at the cafeteria until I took a sip of the milk carton and I was like are you crazy? But eventually I did it. 
tastes like absolute front. I was like, oh my gosh, this, this is disgusting. But I'm like, I don't know, it could have just been the school, but I'm just like, it, it's basically going to taste around the same. So I'm just like, I'm not going to try milk by itself again. I just can't. Yes, yeah. Personally, I hate, I bring my lunch, so I haven't had to really deal with the whole school, school food. But I've heard, it doesn't look appetizing at all. Mm-mm. Then people's like, I cannot survive without school chocolate milk. And I'm like, uh. There's better maybe and, like, healthier stuff out there, too. And I'm like, y'all don't be checking the expiration date sometimes. And I'm like, there has been, like, the two times when I was back at, uh, what was it, Roberta? Uh, was it Roberta Road Middle School? Where, like, the milk was expired, like, two times. I was like, um. Y'all should probably not be drinking that because I'm like, uh. and another thing, kind of going on the topic uh, da- for people that are freaking lactose intolerant but still oh. eat so much, yeah, dairy. What's y'all problem? And they're like, oh, it's okay if I take a pill where I just endure the pain. And I'm like, just don't. Endure the pain is crazy. <laughs> don't eat what your body can't process. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't put yourself through that if you don't have medication for it. And also, don't drug yourself out just because you want to eat freaking ice cream so bad. Yeah. Do you have any questions about, like, what I'm doing? Or is it, like, a complete mystery? <laughs> like, I know you see I'm, me adjusting uh, stuff. I'm just watching and obviously commentating to these very good questions. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the AI can be a little mean. Oh my gosh, you know what we should tell what? about our first time meeting in robotics? Ooh, that'd be, yeah, that's a good start of story. I'm gonna let you do that. <laughs> okay, so anyways, um, so we, we have our robotics and like, you know, uh, you build your own robot, like, it's not Vex stuff, but it's, it's metal robots with like the the Vex, um, brain. So it's kind of like Vex, but not really. So basically, we were, like, in the middle of building, like, it was able to be dro- drove, but we were still doing stuff with it. So, wait, did I This was, this? this was in the first couple weeks. This was the first semester, first quarter, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, wait, did I send the sticky? No, you sent the sticky out, right? I... Think <laughs> I, I think I sent the first sticky note if I'm not wrong because I yeah I talked to you previously but it was very briefly and you seem like a cool person so I wanted to get to know you a little bit more. So yeah, he sent me like a sticky note and we just kind of went back and forth just saying random stuff to each other and then we like started actually talking. And this is our, like, first time meeting each other. This has been, like, a not even a year-long friendship. But it will be. <laughs> Eventually. And many years to come, hopefully. Yeah. Have you, like, um, seen the, the news at our school? Like, the pod... They have, no. they have a podcast, apparently, but... It, honestly, I wish they would, like, talk longer. Because it's not... It feels more like a brief... Briefing... Rather than a podcast, in my opinion. Just a little conversation, and then that's it. Yeah, literally. 
Mm. Like, they could at least include some, like, you know, not, like, overly top, not school-appropriate topics, but at least something that's a little bit interesting. You know, like, yeah, for... talking about how they view the world, like, not too, like, deep, but better than stuff it that, is. Well, stuff that many people know, and it's for a wide range of ages. Yeah, like, common sense stuff. Like saying, oh, it's gonna sound weird because like a thirty-year-old hears this and they're like, "Yo, have you heard Shutter talk about these like two young men, <laughs> two young men talking, and they just are like, my biggest inspiration." One of the simplest things is like maybe talking about like celebrities. Like that's an easy jumping-off point. It's not really that um, controversial. But it's still like a good topic to jump off on and expand upon. Well, it also depends on what celebrity we're talking about. True. So yeah, it's a yeah, but you could you could easily stay away. Like such and such was in the movie, and they got blah 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 blah. Very <laughs> very descriptive right there. I was about to say a very controversial person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just not say it because that oh. <laughs> Oh, that's all I'm gonna say is they were in Aquaman. Oh, Leave it at that. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> bring it back to was it, like 2022 <laughs> when all that happened. Honestly, it's I don't really like that. Like sometimes it's interesting, other times it's just like a mental drainer. Because, like, it's the end of the day, you just finish, and then you're processing all of this and deciding which side to be on. Like, right. And it, especially, know. it's very widespread. Like, like you know, like, elections. There's, you know, it's just, yeah. like, either or. And then, like, depending on what community you're in or, like, around, you know, you kind of feel pressure to give an answer. What I've, um, there's a YouTube channel that I really love that, like, explains stuff to, like, the average person without, like, baby talking. And also, like, if you know the subject, like, expands upon it. It's like, uh, Kyrgyzot in a nutshell. Have you heard of them? No. They talk to, like, they have so many, like, wide varieties of, right? Like, I'm not going to try that. Priorities? Uh, <laughs> right, stuff about, like, random topic. It could be, like, space, like, um, biology. They have, it's it's really interesting, and they also combine it with, like, uh, good visuals. But they had this one, I think it was about, like, how divided we are as a society, because, like, not only talking about how the algorithm already makes you, like, choose sides a little bit. Because you see that, because, say, for example, like, I don't really like Tesla, and I see Tesla stuff. And, like, yeah. that make doesn't it, like, make you feel a little angry because you're seeing the thing you don't want to see, and that, react like, makes you react, right? That's why there's so many angry people on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, oh, no, it's not even Twitter. It's X. <laughs> oh, yeah, my bad. But people wanted. still call it Twitter, so yeah. like, I go change the name and it still have basically everybody that still uses it call it by its previous name. Yeah, that's, that's a whole mess. So, anyways, they were talking about like how 
basically back when like before industrial revolution, like way back, like maybe I think it was like Indians, how or cavemen, like how basically you had to stay together as a whole to survive, because that's basically because you had to be with other people to increase your chances of survival, right? So, right. They're talking about how, like today, how we have so many different things that that's become harder to do, actually. Like, all the communication made it harder. Because you're, like, yeah. now more closer to all the people, like, you hate. Like, internet's, like, a good thing I won't deny because it allows you to do amazing stuff and reach people halfway across the globe. But it also could be damaging. Very. Yeah. So, I just thought I would share that. It's a really cool YouTube channel. I get lost in it for hours. Yeah, I do find myself randomly, especially oh, the YouTube uh, rabbit holes. Yes, like especially on uh, like Thursday nights, especially like Friday. Yeah, Thursday nights where I like don't care about my sleep because <laughs> tomorrow's Friday. But like, I, like if I accidentally just fall asleep and take a nap, and then of course I'm not gonna be able to sleep for like until one or something. I just find like these conspiracy. Like I found this one. Uh, a couple months ago, and it was like, you know, I can't remember. I think it was like the poles, like the poles on the earth, just like switching or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything just going down into chaos. And I was like, oh. And it just, it just went into detail with all these like other like scientists thinking of this supposed to be happening. And the main thing was like, oh, we're overdue. This was supposed to happen however many years ago. And it still hasn't happened yet. But I'm like, it kind of, even if that doesn't happen exactly, things are happening kind of like that already because of freaking global warming and da-da-da-da-da. We're having worse earthquakes and stuff like that, especially in J- Japan. Japan's just getting all the yeah, worse. Yeah. Tsunamis, tsunamis are getting their uh, butts right now. Like, it's, they, they're, you know, kind of just home to all of that. But then, like, you know, we're getting more tornadoes, and I really heard much about hurricane. How did I think about it? But yeah, and then like I remember we had like two weeks where it was just like severe thunderstorm, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And it was just thunderstorm like every other yeah. day. It was like wow. And so it's very wet for those days, but damn, yeah. And then power went out, and I'm like, oh. Oh shoot! <laughs> Ugh, like I can't, I can stand power being out. But I remember this one day. I think it was still during first semester. I was just not having the best of days. And then I remember I had taekwondo, so I was like, I had to go to that. I didn't have my best day there either. So, and then we drove back, and there was already lightning and flashes, like going all over the place. And I was like, oh, so this is happening, and so. That just continued to go on for like an hour. I took a shower, was putting on some lotion after I got out the shower because that's what I usually do. And then boom, power goes out. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. what's going on? So I got dressed real quick and met up like near the stairs because all the rooms are upstairs. My mom and my grandma's. That's what I, that's who I live with. And we was like, what's going on? <laughs> so you know, we kind of just hanged out upstairs my mom for some reason had like these little battery powered light bulbs and we got those hanged up and everybody's like on top of everyone's ceiling fans uh 
And then me and my grandma was just chilling on the stairs, sent my aunt a text. It was like, we're in a power outage. And we showed like a picture of us just smiling on top of the stairs. And my mom made a whole sandwich. She had a whole <laughs> little feast. Like it was a picnic, but inside the house with no power. But uh, yeah, that lasted for a good like hour and a half. So it was like 10 or 11. And I usually go to bed around like 10. So we was like, I don't know. But it was around 11.30. Everything came back on. And I finally took myself to bed. I don't even remember if I got good rest. But it was probably average. I did get good rest last night, though. I know that for sure. Because I almost wanted to fall asleep multiple times throughout this day. Especially before I even started this whole podcast. Yeah. I even told Andrew, I was like, I need to wake myself up before yeah. we start this. Because I'm like, I literally was just laying there. Because this man left me alone for like a good like 15 minutes while he was eating his McDonald's. So I was like. Very good. <laughs> so I was laying on my bed and I was just like, ah. And I was watching YouTube shorts and I started falling asleep. And I just hear the YouTube shorts repeating, repeating. And I'm like, I am about to fall asleep. And then he came back. And I was like, oh, okay, is it time? So then he was like, we're about to start this. Are you, all right? Are you ready? And I was like, sure. And then I got up, and I'm sitting sitting at my desk right now. And I was like, let me just wake myself up real quick. And then we got this started, and I'm talking to you people. <laughs> it is fun, though, because I've, um, I've always wanted since, like, um, when I was at um, middle school to, like, have, like, a specific podcast where, like, you give, like, the younger generation the voice, because we have some good ideas. Yeah, but we're just not taken seriously, because we don't lack, because we lack life experience, and we're only, yeah. like, one of our lives. I'm like, yeah, that may be true, but, like, that doesn't mean that we're not, we can't be as smart as y'all. Yeah. You know what I Because I'm like, we got some freaking smart geniuses, like, our age, that's in, like, early colleges and stuff like that, training to be, like, doctors and surgeons and businessmen or women and stuff like that. So, I'm like, really... But also with that, you can just, like, somehow realize, like, either you kind of wasted your life or you're kind of just dumb. But <laughs> you can take it the positive way and be like, you know, some people will be better than you and that's just okay. You gotta deal with that. Wow, I really am talky. <laughs> I did not know. Uh, <laughs> well, it's good because that's basically like people like just shut their mind off and you listen to us like, on a long car drive or you know just. I know because walking. I asked I asked Andrew. I was like, "Why would you want to do this with me instead of like any of your other friends?" But you're good at. Uh, like, I feel like I could carry a conversation well with you. Like, there's not really a lot of dead space. Like, we could keep going from the next thing to the next thing, and it flows well. Yeah, and I was like... Because I'm like, I don't want to take this opportunity away from his other friends. Because I'm like, I don't know how close he is with his other friends. So I we was could, like... We could probably just, like, you know, have them on, you know, get some of their ideas. Oh my gosh, have, have, like, a special guest. Oh. Special guest episode? That'd be fun. What about Peter? Ooh, oh yeah. Uh, Peter is, uh, I play the Barry Sax, he's the other Barry Sax. 
Mm-hmm. The little two goofballs. <laughs> yeah. I we, always we get, we get very brain dead during that. No, nah, but I feel bad for Andrew yesterday because we were practicing for our pre-MPA, which is like a little uh, competition that we do that we get judged on. Like basically a concert, but we get judged on uh, by three judges and da 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 da. But it was the pre-MPA, so it was kind of like preparation for it. So it wasn't it, an official one. Yeah. But we can... still got no. <laughs> so we was still taking it as serious as if it was the official thing. But uh, yeah, before that, because that was like at five or something like that. But during the regular school day, during uh, our second period, we was just, you know, about to start. And what was it? Andrew was, I'm going to call you out, but Andrew was on his phone. Uh, he had his phone wow. on his music stand and he was watching something or looking at Instagram. something. Yeah, he was looking at Instagram and then our band director was like, uh, he was talking and then he was like, Andrew. And uh, he was just like, what? And then, okay, my name is Sean, but there's another Sean that is a, what is it, junior, I want to no, say? He's a, he's a senior. He's a senior and his his name is spelled S-E-A-N, the wrong way. Mine is spelled S-H-A-N, by the way. But uh, he's like, you know, kind of, one of the people that Mr. Dills, I'm guessing, like, trusts is, like, you know, next in line. Right as man. like, <laughs> Yeah, right hand man, uh, besides... Uh, but, yeah, he was kind of just like, yeah, Andrew, and also get off your phone. And I was like, oh, my gosh. He just called that man out. And I can just tell by Andrew's body language. I was, I could tell he was frustrated. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, well, that poor guy. Here's my like, reasoning. I, I stop getting <laughs> up on my friend, but I felt bad. I, I, I turned around because I couldn't look at the whole situation unfold. Presley, here's my but, reasoning. Um, like I, he's a good band director. I just don't feel challenged in his class because I mm. play a lower. Yeah, we have the baseline, but that doesn't mean you can't have a hard baseline like keeping the rest of the band on something easier. Because most of these pieces we play are, like, not... Like, I had probably harder pieces when I was in 8th grade. Then again, I was younger, but still. I just would like some harder pieces that just give me a little bit more of a challenge so I could stay more focused. Wow. I never know you felt that way. That's interesting. <laughs> but... See, because he's... What is it? Barry sax, right? I'm yeah. freaking percussion. Per- so play the triangle the entire time. Okay, the thing about that. Okay, that here's the thing because I never really pick my uh, instrument. Was it? Yeah, I never really pick my stuff. Like for some of the previous songs that we've done in the past, because I'm always like, now sometimes when we do get to pick, I look at like comparison to like maybe the auxiliary stuff to like snare drum or I hate mallets like okay like I love when I actually know the mallet part and it's just so satisfying for me to be doing it but just the learning process is just so demotivating for me and I'm like especially when we're on a time crunch for like an MPA or a concert and I'm just like I don't want to be doing that I want to master it as soon as possible 
And then even that, if I still mess up on something, I can still, you know, change it and not be like, oh, shit. But, yeah, sometimes I'm just like, let me not do this because that's, like, you know, a little bit advanced for me since I don't do it that often. But also sometimes he just assigns it to us. I'm always usually just triangle, crash symbol, or suspended symbol. And I'm just like, oh, that's great. And then maybe, like, one extra auxiliary thing, like the freaking kabasa or the little bead rubbing thing and i'm just like okay i mean like it still sounds good but like i would you want like to do difficult yeah yeah i'll change up a little bit and i'm like also just so you know i feel more proud of myself for when i actually yeah when you actually like accomplish it yeah so i'm just like because that's what how i felt when we did our winter concert uh last year december uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, I was on Snare, and I was like, oh, shoot, there was a whole bunch of notes. Most of them were repetitive, but I'm like, that just makes it easier for me. But I'm like, it sounded really good. And also, it's one of the main parts that you can always hear, unless I'm going freaking mess up. P-P-P. I'm going to say P. Yeah, because that's how it's written on the music if you're a band kid, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm just like, you know, I want to be more heard because we listened to our pre-MPA recordings today. And mm. for the first song, Trombone King, I was on xylophone. And xylophone is kind of loud, but I was also playing along with the bells uh, with my friend Tristan. Uh, we both have the same part exactly. So we play at the exact same time. Oh, and you could, always hear, you could always hear the bells, but you could barely hear my xylophone. I was just like... Are you kidding me right now? And I was like, I thought the echo of the stage was going to help me. Because I'm like, everything was so much louder than I thought it was when we uh, was doing it in our auditorium and in the Hickory Ridge Auditorium. But it was just like, oh my gosh, you couldn't hear me at all. And it, even the crash cymbals were not even as loud as I thought it was in the first, in the second or third song. So I'm like, oh, but I'm like, you can still hear me though, which was a good thing. But yeah just want to be more heard and not freaking neglected by a percussionist band director. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll touch on that on a later podcast. <laughs> I can go a whole podcast talking about it. Yeah. Uh, wait, okay. I'm going to do this. We didn't really plan this out too well. I'm going to say some good talking. We're going to use tragic. Wait, that's, wait, that's actually a really good topic. AI. What do you think about AI? Oh my god. The Beautiful segues segue. are actually, the segues <laughs> are crazy. Uh, now, see, here's the thing about being AI, right? Yeah. I am literally the person that will say thank you to my Siri after asking a question. Uh, <laughs> because I'm like, uh, the way that AI, I mean, like, we got multiple robots, like, that's already, you know, kind of famous and stuff like that. Not even, like, just Siri. I'm talking about, like, actual physical robots with, like, face and faces that yeah. moves and stuff like that that can read your face and give you, like, advice to get a girl or something like that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, who? Like, when can we say that people won't use... Yeah. Yeah. When, when can we say that people will start creating these things for war? And then, like, people won't even have to fight wars anymore, so an army won't even be in need of use unless it's, like, 
really severe and it's just a whole bunch of robots just blowing each other up. Yeah. And like instead of seeing missing limbs or fingers or, or like, you know, <laughs> grenades and stuff like that and a Scorpio, you just see a robotic finger and a wire sticking out like the broken phone charger that you have. Like <laughs> I do have <laughs> the broken phone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, near the end of the freaking charger, the wires start showing all of a sudden. You're just like, what? Well. And then it has a short in it, and then it's at a certain angle to where it freaking charges your phone. If it's not at the angle, then you're screwed for school tomorrow because it's not even charged. Oh, yeah. I but. have a pair of headphones that are so... Like, the JBL. I don't know why they, they're USB Type-C, but sometimes they're like, yeah, I'll charge. Nope. You're not getting charged. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Yeah. Personally, yeah, I, I feel like AI can be a good tool if used in moderation. It is, but, like, even with that, they, like, the amount of information we give them to be that smart can also be used against us. And then yeah. that's just, like, a whole another topic that is just, like, what are we going to do when we have things that we created ourselves that are somehow smarter and have gained more knowledge than what we're supposed to give them? Yeah. But like you, can they... see, you can see here the tool I'm using, the healing tool in the Lightroom. It uses AI to like know, hey, he wants this removed. And like even if something is on top of something, it will remove the thing on top of it and not the thing behind it, which is like, crazy just to think about and this is honestly one of my favorite tools because it's just it's so easy you just click and then boom it's gone now see imagine that but a war robot and you just draw something on an ipad all of a sudden a laser just sticks out and does that exact same formation sticky ipad just- kid Oh, right. Like, it's like those little drones that do, like, uh, like oh, the light, light shows. shows. Oh, those are yeah, cool. Like that, but like, that's more, that. that's less of AI, and I think that's programming. Yeah, but just imagine that, but with a robot, and all of a sudden you just draw a straight line across your iPad. Oh. Boom, 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 There's boom, a boom, scene boom. from the movie. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but basically. They used AI to program a drone to recognize human faces, and the drone had a little boom boom on it. And if it recognized the face of like a, per, like the person they needed to get rid of, they it would fly it would... and the little boom boom would explode, like on their uh, frontal lobe, killing them instantly. Mm. It's a movie, so, but still, that's crazy to think about. And then another thing to think about is, wait, is t- wait Terminator is an AI, right? Skylink. Correct. Uh, I don't or, think it might have been. Or like, kind of. I don't know. Wait, yeah, just imagine that. Like, oh, you know what? Oh my gosh! Imagine like people that steal identities, and then just all of a sudden, it's a robot, and then they just can look like the person. And then no one would even know. Like scaring that's me. that that's I I'm scaring myself just talking about this, but I'm like that's super super advanced, and I'm like even if that were to happen, it probably wouldn't happen for who knows how long. But like, just yeah, yeah, it's crazy, and it it just it reminds me of like uh 
was it kind of like uh, undercover agents and stuff like that because you know sometimes they will like pose as a different person related to the suspect or whatever and like gain their trust and then you know spill it all out in court or whatever and i'm like that's just crazy and then like imagine we just have ai doing that just to like kill us and i'm like uh, let's not okay <laughs> but yeah it's just crazy i'm trying to find this thing that was like you can only get so small between two like this is talking about like computer component like computer components like where you can only get so small before literally the particle will quantum tunnel and if you don't know what quantum tunneling is here let me just pull up the definition spell that terribly so <clears throat> quantum tunneling is defined as a quantum mechanical process where wave functions can penetrate through a potential barrier so basically it teleports through so um all the atoms are phasing through another object this can actually happen at any time with like when your hand touches a table or like smacks the table but the number is so incredibly low like oh i remember talking about this yeah. it's like a hand it'll go, go through yeah and then you told me that and i kept going <laughs> just kept going for good Pounding my freaking hand on the table. <laughs> it's basically almost infinity. That's like how big that number is. Mm. Oh, here. It's, um. A, yeah, huge. So it's 52 with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. A lot of zeros. Just like a ton. And yeah, this guy is very smart like he will he I, just, I just learn like, stuff it might be my ADHD or just my personality I just love learning about just random stuff he literally learned Morse code during a band trip oh 52 Nova Decillion whatever that no number means that's a huge number yeah I learned Morse so how you gonna have the word Nova in a number Novum Decilion. Oh my gosh. I think the I think the Nova means fifty two or I don't know, yeah, I'm not gonna try. But it, anyways, big number. But the thing is, the odds for something happening are never zero. Like they could be close to zero, but it's never That's not. True. It could be so close to zero, but it can yeah. still happen. Going back to what I said about, like, you know, the, um, YouTube channel I talked about? Mm-hmm. They had, uh, so, you know what the observable, uh, observable universe is? Yeah. So that's basically how much of the universe you can see, because, you know, light takes time to travel, it's not instantaneous. So, basically, what that is saying is, we can only see so far... Because we've only experienced that amount of time. Do you follow? Yeah. So, our real universe size is much larger than 
the uh, size of our universe now. Or the observable universe. And we can tell when the universe happened because of cosmic background. Cosmic background radiation, which basically means the stuff that you can see. Because the further you look into the universe, the further you look back at in time. So, you that's how we're able to see like when the universe happened, the Big Bang, all that stuff. So basically what it said is depending if our universe is infinite or mm -hmm. it is um, finite, can like change a whole load of stuff. Because if it's finite, they um, came up with like a 40 sphere. I don't, I forgot what it was called. Like a 40 object, like a Tesseract, that's a 3D representation of it. Because we can't experience 4D because we're not 4D. Just way, just the way we can, a two G, two D person can't experience a sphere, because if it moves through their plane of existence, they would just see it growing and shrinking. Like they would see it in layers, basically, as we see the whole thing. So if we look at a four D object, that's a layer of it in time. You follow? <laughs> a four D of what? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Search up a Tesseract. Not the Marvel oh, thing, but... The, the, uh, I don't... Wait. Good luck spelling that. Yeah, how do you spell Tesseract? Oh, I, I see, I see. I found it. Okay. Ah, I see. I see. How, what, how is this 4D? How the is this 4D? You can't understand it. Because it's... Wait, are you, see, are you here? Okay, look at mine. It's just a cube inside of a cube. You can't experience it. Because you're not a 4D object, okay? So anyways, back to what I was saying. Our universe is basically, in a way, 4D, kind of. And um, that's the finite. So that's just the finite. Or it could be infinite, which basically means... Because if something's infinite... Basically, eventually, everything will happen. I know my phone didn't die. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so if something's infinite, basically, any, anything and everything can happen. Because eventually, that zero will happen, even though because it's a possibility. So, what they said was, you could, if our universe is truly infinite you could technically have other versions of yourself living like in other worlds all in the same universe so just thought i'd share sorry i got really sciencey on <laughs> yeah all right i finally got back on my phone i was panicking because i was like why is my phone dark and i was like i got a 10 Freaking percent notification like five minutes ago. I always forget that. If I don't charge it when it gives me that 21, I'm not going to do it when I get that 10. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just, that's really fascinating. <laughs> it's really interesting just to think about all the difference. Yeah. Not to mention just trying to understand the concept of a light year is just impossible. Right, that's going to give me more gray hairs than I already have. 
Because, yeah, you could think about it, but it's it's basically just impossible because at the end of the day, you're just going to see a large number, right? Because, yeah. for example, say I have my phone right here. I, I can, it's this size, like it's so, it's right in front of me, so I know it's the size. You It's right. something you can interact with. Mm-hmm. Like, same for like a ruler, like a foot, you can interact with that. But huge volumes, you you just, it's beyond, like, human comprehension. Yeah. So anyways, back to chat GPT for some <laughs> ideas. No! <laughs> Here, let me just get this photo. That's another thing about freaking AI, chat GPT. <laughs> oh, we should talk about that. Uh, I am going to be honest, I have used ChatGPT once. Yeah, I've used it once, but uh, I was trying to do like how the people do on YouTube Shorts. would be like, give me an image of a black boy eating macaroni. And it was like, cannot do it. Im-. I was like, what the? Oh, yeah, you need premium for that. So, I don't know, maybe I'll ask it to do my homework. <laughs> ChatGPT premium. that's another thing too everything is just like wanting subscriptions and stuff like that especially with freaking covid and then they was like what was it disney plus came out oh yeah oh my gosh i was like there's no need for it i mean kind of that was kind of like good now i honestly use it just for like um watching marvel that's a Oh, you like Marvel? Yeah. Do you not? Good to not. I don't really like, I don't really mess with superheroes, to be honest. The only superheroes I mess with is freaking Power Rangers. <laughs> go, go, Power. Okay, I probably shouldn't sing that. Maybe we go get copyrighted. I don't know okay. if that's a thing, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I know. love. I love Power Rangers. That was my childhood. I had all the little robots, the Megazords and stuff like that. I would rebuild them over and over and over and over again. Oh, I just miss it. And then I uh, was it? I got rid of all of them around like when I was like 10. When I, uh, I think like a year or two years before freaking COVID hit or whatever. And I was just like, I know where they were because uh, we gave it to my mom's friends, which also had kids. So they played with it. And he was just sitting, uh, I think, on top of the kitchen counter. Not kitchen counters, kitchen cabinets. And I was just like, I want them back <laughs> so bad. I regret that was one of my biggest freaking... Re- because I'm like, obviously, I want to buy them again. But I'm like, first of all, inflation. Second of all, they're yeah. kind of like almost old. So like, that's already going to raise the price. Like, I'm pretty sure I looked on Amazon and one of them, like the... English because there's an English and a Japanese version of the toys. The Japanese version was like four hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! But that's also because it's very high quality. It's like yeah. actual metal and stuff like that, and it also has sounds with it. So I'm like, I get the. And then we got American, which is just plastic, and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't even look like y'all put effort into this, and I'm like. Especially with Power Ranger Samurai, I'm gonna go freaking nerd on this one. 
they get they're based on origami, so they can change to their origami shape. The American one couldn't do that. But the Japanese one could. And I'm like, I would always just watch videos on that because I'm like, I know my mom was not going to waste $500 on this piece of crap. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it was just so fascinating to see that. And then I was like, I would always be jealous because I'm like, I'm stuck with these freaking American versions. But then one time my aunt went to Thailand for like a little vacation for like a week and she came back with one of the fancy Japanese ones. And I was like, oh, <gasps> I was, oh, I was, uh, I was very happy that night. It was like seven, my mom and my aunt, and I think my grandma were downstairs playing card games. I remember unboxing that thing upstairs in the bonus room, just ripping that thing. And it just was like looking at, and it was from a series that I've never seen before because American is based off, the American Power Rangers is based off the Japanese one. So it's basically, they use almost the exact same flips, just like with the, without their suits or whatever, it's just, like, you know, American actors. But uh, to think that, you know, they have their own little series, and I've never heard of this one before, I, you know, searched it up, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then would you, wouldn't you know, like, two years later, the American version released, and I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's great. Because <laughs> we just, we're just a whole bunch of ripoffs because we literally, every series that we have done in the American version is literally based off the Japanese one and uses the same exact clips, just with different sound effects and different actors. And I'm just like, we're just a whole bunch of ripoffs. Like, we just want to copy off everyone because we know that they're better, but we just don't want to admit it and just, and just say, like, oh, our version is better. Because we're freaking Americans and we suck. <laughs> but. <laughs> But, you know, it's just like, and that's another thing, too. Like, just America, America just copying everybody because they know that their idea is better and they just want to. And then they, um, they make it American. Yeah, they make it their own and be like, yo, my version is better than yours. Like, what the? No, it's not. And also, you're not the origin here. Like, freaking Thailand or whatever is the origin for whatever circumstance. Like, they made this, not. Uh, like Japan, they they made that series for them, and that one is ma- okay. Power Rangers for Japanese is mainly for like young adults to, because they actually show like blood and they actually curse. But we in the American version of Power Rangers is mainly targeted towards kids because we don't curse and we don't show blood on that show. Yeah. But I'm just like, what is your problem? I'm like, y'all took a perfectly good young adult show, kind of like anime. That's like kind of for everybody, but it's mainly t- towards like older people. And then y'all made it all childish for the American version. And now it's kind of, you know, looked down upon like you're talking about freaking Peppa Pig. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> and that's just, that just frustrates me because I'm like, I know there's multiple things that people still fantasize about because of their childhood in their yeah. adult years. But like, it's always looked somewhat down upon because it's childish. And they're like, you know, you gotta grow up, and I'm like, I'm gonna be one of these people that has a whole bunch of those freaking figurines behind me, 24 seven. I'm gonna be messing with them if I'm not doing anything. <laughs> but, uh, like, and also, uh, Thomas the Train. Thomas the Train Ooh. was a very, very good show. Yeah. Uh, but of course, we had to make everything more modern, and the rise of CGI was there. They wanted to stop using real train models and then Bro, go to so see. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Because <laughs> I'm like, 
I loved the original crash scenes yes, of Thomas. Yeah, so good. So satisfying, and I always find myself every once in a while just like searching up like populations of uh, was it Thomas the Train crashes, and then just seeing Gordon just go zoom and then just <laughs> all the time, like, hanging off like a bridge or something. Yeah. And then like I even I even found myself searching up like what was the most like evil Thomas the Train villain. I'm like, because these are interesting when you think about them more, and because you know as a child you just be looking at them, but now. When you're older, you can just analyze them more. And I'm just like, I wonder. Because I'm like, these things are just just interesting to hear about for me, personally. And I'm just yeah. like, to think that a kid's show could go this deep? Like, that's crazy. And like, like, especially like for trains that don't get used anymore and they're like freaking scrapped. Like, that's basically death for them. But you don't even think about it. All you hear is that, oh no, a train's going to the scrapyard what's gonna happen to him and then now you're older you're like yeah that man's dead he's not coming back he, he his head face plate or whatever is probably hanging around there just covered up in ash and stuff like that but you don't think about that as a kid you just think about freaking thomas and stuff like that and also one of the main things about the original one is you don't even thinking about the people in the crashes especially yeah. when it's like thomas or gordon because you know they're always carrying passengers uh that's what they're mainly known for so i'm like because what was it gordon was like uh like the express or whatever is coming through because you know he's always freaking carrying back especially thomas with his orange freaking carriages or whatever whenever he get in the crash it's either him alone or with the carriages i'm like y'all think about the people <laughs> y'all just felt y'all just fell down like a 50 foot whatever uh bridge and y'all worried about the train and then somehow get your little plastic dolls out and say everyone survived <laughs> what great no way ain't no way you will roll down a hill tumble crash into a house and they'd be like oh the train is uh, a little bit scrapped up but he'll be ready for the next episode the people are perfectly okay because they're not the main character they're just there to fill in space and give more a little context like what the <laughs> Like, you can't just gloss over that. I'm like, I know it's a kid's show. Y'all can't say that all the passengers died. But I'm like, <laughs> y'all got to say that at least got boo-boos on them. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> but, I yeah, do I'm, know a, a lot about trains. Like, steam trains. Like, how they operate and work. Cause this man literally has a train game. And he, I, have I remember... Now. Yeah, he would play that all day. I was looking at his Discord. Boom, should, railroads, should, whatever. And I'm like, I, oh my I god. Into it? No. Why not? No. We're going to. This is called so, Shutter. This is called Shutter Talk, uh, not freaking Train Talk. But there's a train bridge right here. Have I focused on it? Okay, fine. I'm, I, you just went on a short ramble. I'm going to go on my own ramble. So, basically, steam engines. I don't really like diesel. Go, no cool, choof, choof, down. It's just sounds. Wow. I don't like I don't like diesel either. Just like the show. You're a diesel. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, what? Because I'm black? Okay, anyways. So, basically, <laughs> a steam train works. So, it has a boiler. And, you know, fire, heat up, water, water, use. But it's it's so much more complicated. Because you have things like pressure gauges that you have to worry about because 
if that gets too high, boom, boom. Also, you have to cylinder cocks, which basically means that's blowing out the water, because if you didn't know, water is not compressible at all. And if you try to compress water, bad things will happen. And it will cause an explosion, which will basically render the engine useless. And these things aren't small either. Like, depending on your gauge, either it's narrow gauge or full gauge, which are the two main types still used today. So anyways, um, there's a lot, especially if you're going, you, there's so much you have to worry about, especially when you're just pulling a load up a huge hill, because when you think about it, the water is going to be towards the back uh, on right. the firebox, because the firebox doesn't go all the way to the roof. Like, here, I'll pull up an image for you. Um, train inside diagram. Here, if you... Oh, well, this is... If, if you're looking second. at the screen, if you're looking at the screen and not just listening. <laughs> oh, I, okay, so basically, this is what I mean. So you have the firebox, but water is also above the firebox, right? So you know right. that one scene in Polar Express when they're going down the hill? I right? knew you was going to mention that, yeah. <laughs> that is physically impossible. That train would immediately... So as the water you know, is towards the front of the train as it going down the hill. Yeah. As soon as they get to that flat part, that train would immediately explode because the water, you know, yeah. is back onto the very hot. Like, these things get incredibly hot. And I remember watching it, This is a better picture. As it gets back here, it will f instantly turn into a gas, creating tons of steam, which, if you didn't know, is not good. And it will cause it to explode. And once that happens, you have a bunch of hot stuff launching straight at the engineers, which is not good for surviving. So that's why. But it's a magic train, so it's a magic train. Also, it's a freaking kids movie. We can't say a whole bunch of kids exploded. <laughs> Mostly, the engine will explode, depending on how, if the train would derail, is like a whole nother thing, because. You know, it could explode, but the working parts of the train, it might, like, you know, jump up a little bit. And these things aren't light either. But they are really cool. There's, like, a whole... I got into them. I might have to get back in so I can, like, explain this a lot better. But there's just... It's incredible to think how we just made these things. And Yeah, they're so cool. are... People are very smart when they are not talking about war. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a um, picture so the audience can see. Uh, nope, never mind. <laughs> Womp. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna this. Anyways, it, you gotta search it up. Just search up like steam train inside diagram if you're not driving. So, but it's really cool. <laughs> There's this yeah. guy, um, Heist. He works at a, the Colorado Railroad Museum. He go. He talks a lot about steam trains and how they work, and like how the fulcrum of the steam, which means this little piece from the center. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
you see how there's like a little metal piece on the wheel? Yeah. So changing the wheel diameter, this length can have huge impacts like on how the tractive effort, which basically means how much a train can pull. And like how efficient they are. Yeah, there's right. a um, there's a train that I want to show you. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> what the? <laughs> that's <Okay>. a man. <laughs> so, if for those of you wondering, I pull up an image of the big boy, which is a huge the steam big train. Boy. And when I mean huge, this thing has eight pistons. Yeah, let well, me get well, you the attractive effort or two. I like, can't really be shot. I don't know how massive. many. How many pistons are in a regular drain? Uh, usually two. Oh! <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry, it's four. My bad. I'm dumb. So, this thing, just to put in mind a perspective, 135. Wait, okay, 1350. Wait, okay, I'm terrible. 100,000, 35,000, okay. One three five three seven five amount of attractive effort. Okay, <laughs> just to put into perspective. One three fifty. The boy. Here's a Ford F one fifty attractive effort. I can't find. Okay. We're gonna go to ChatGPT. What is a Ford's track attractive effort? Ford's F1. Okay, here, 5,000 pounds. For a Ford, but keep in mind, we're comparing to uh, an engine that's a lot, you know, more efficient to a huge steam train. But that's so, like, it's insane. Also, um, basically for speed optimal, you have the, um, oh crap, okay, I'm gonna have to say, I'm so mad that I had to search this up. <laughs> I, I know the information, I just don't know. The pronunciation? Yeah. Oh my god, please. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Uh, okay. Okay, regulator and reverse. Okay, reverser controls which direction. Basically, it's like your, your little gear selector on the side of the car. So, you know, middle is not really necessary park it's just new it's neutral okay and as you move it to a hundred percent forward that's drive right right uh, backwards you know that's reverse regulator controls steam so as you're a hundred percent reverse or a hundred percent regulator that will get you, like, basically a lot of torque and speed. 
but as you're approaching your maximum speed, you want to come back on the reverser. The reason why is so you don't like run out of steam very quickly, right? Right. And the injector steam valve, which is this thing right here, which injects water into the boiler, okay? Okay. So for like proper efficient burning, you want clear smoke out of the top. You don't want black because that means you're burning rich. So that base and that's cold water. That's like room temperature, not like the hot water that's in the boiler. So if you like just dump a whole bunch of cold water in, that wouldn't be you know good for steam because then your whole water temperature cools down, right? Mhm. You also have a blower, which helps you know the a blower. Just helps with like uh, the firebox. You know, you have your coal, you're burning, and then you have a dampener. I forgot what that control. But then you have brakes. Okay, so you have the brakes on the train, and then recently, not back like the 1800s, but you, now you have train brakes, which basically means there's a compressor that compresses all the airlines, which, you know, releases on the brakes. And if you turn that on, it will, um, you know, set the brakes. And, like, these mile-long trains take, like, hours just for the brake pressure. Just build up. Especially if you have a leak. That's just a whole another problem. But steam trains, they're really cool. Like really complex. They are It's amazing what we have um, come, like, came up with. Like, just how complicated this is. But it's cool. Really? Anyways, just thought I would go on that side tangent. How long have we been talking for? Uh, not too long, I don't think. You know, just an hour and 13 minutes. Hour and 13? <laughs> okay, if you were wondering, um, ChatGPT also came up with... Uh, music, education, learning, health, wellness, travel, adventure, pop culture, you know, literature and writing, politics, current events, business, entrepreneur, comedy, self-improvement, science, technology, history, lecture crime, all that stuff. With, like, subjects to talk about. Ooh. If we, like, ever run ideas, well. Let's talk about merch. (laughs) (laughs) I am fascinated with murder okay not in a like oh i want to you know do so i don't want to do any of that it's just fascinating to hear cases about that which kind of got me into i don't know if you if people have heard this game but it's called ace attorney i love it so much it's just a beautiful piece of work it's basically you being this rookie lawyer solving murder cases oh, cool. and not only trying to prove your uh, cases, uh, your clients uh, not guilty, but also most of the time, every time you uh, find somebody else that actually did it. And some of them are just very complex and it's very cool how people do this. Uh, well, not how actual people, but like the people in the game like a, do it. Yeah. And like a it's just vibe. like, yeah, and I'm like, it's, and it's like not even like video game like you know exaggeration it's like people actually have done this and have done more than that and have somehow gotten away with these things but you know it's a game of course you gotta 
catch them. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's crazy. And one of the things that uh, fascinate me most about that game is like one of the cases uh, in the because it's multiple games, but one of the cases in the mainline game it was like this guy uh ended up killing this one uh famous doctor in a lab but uh his blood or the blood of the victim splattered on the space rock but uh he he was like trying to figure out what to do with it he sent that space rock into space uh but floating in there and we was like oh shoot and no one noticed that because it was a planned launching before this even the murder even happened but then there was a fragment uh left of the space rock in a court and the court and he set up this whole elaborate prank in the first not prank this whole elaborate uh thing to blow up the courtroom in the first case of the game so it would be gone, but it was still there. So, but then eventually once you get to that, you're trying to prove of like, this is actually a fragment of the space rock. And you're like, you don't really have any designated proof because the rest of it is in space or destroyed by the bombing. So you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. But there's this earring that was made from the victim that the victim would always wear. And that was made from the original space rock. And that kind of just proved everything. And then, you know, they eventually was guilty and all that, all that. But you can look more into that because it's more complex, but I don't want to go into another rant. But if you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? But it's just very, just, it's crazy how people can think this smart while doing things wrong. And they can't think this smart while doing good things. Yeah. Because I'm like, you could do these things and actually do some good for the world, but now nah, you want to cover up somebody in like the floor or the floorboards or something like that, and be like, "Look, I don't know what's going on, but it's <laughs> totally not a body under these wooden floorboards, okay? Like, just because it doesn't creak in that one specific area does not mean something's under there or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's really, it's really interesting to hear how people get away or just the whole process of them trying to make sure that they don't get caught. And it was just fascinating how people can yeah. think that. But it's fascinating how they want to do this stuff and not, and be smart and then like not even want to do good for the world and like become like a theorist or something like that. But yeah, it's, it is what it is. People do what they want to do. Yeah. Well, this has been a very productive podcast i'd like to thank you guys for listening we'll probably be out with another one when i have some more photos to edit because as you can see i'm just clicking around here um we'll keep you posted thank you for listening bye Mm. bye